Chapter Forty of the Inevitable. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading done by Jules Harlech. The Inevitable by Louis Caparis, translated by Alexander Teixeira de Matos. The Inevitable chapter forty urania sobbed nervously in cornelie's arms when she told the young princess that she was leaving that morning she and duco were alone with urania in urania's own drawing-room what has happened she sobbed cornelie told her of the previous evening urania she said seriously i know i am a coquette I thought it pleasant to talk with Gilio. Call it flirting, if you like. I never made a secret of it, either to Duco or to you. I looked upon it as an amusement, nothing more. Perhaps I did wrong. I know it annoyed you once before. I promised not to do it again. But it seems to be beyond my control. It's in my nature, and I shall not attempt to defend myself. I look upon it as a trifle as a diversion as fun but perhaps it was wrong do you forgive me i have grown so fond of you it would hurt me if you did not forgive me make it up with gilio and stay on that's impossible my dear girl gilio has insulted me gilio drew his knife against duco and those are two things which i can never forgive him so it is impossible for us to remain I shall be so lonely, she sobbed. I also am so fond of you. I'm fond of you both. Is there no way out of it? Bob is going tomorrow too. I shall be all alone. And I have nothing here. Nobody who is fond of me. You have a great deal left, Urania. You have an object in life. You can do any amount of good in your surroundings. You are interested in the castle, which is now your own. It's all so empty, she sobbed. It means nothing to me. I need affection. Who is there that is fond of me? I have tried to love Gilio, and I do love him, but he doesn't care for me. Nobody cares for me. Your poor are devoted to you. You have a noble aim in life. I'm glad of it, but I am too young to live only for an aim and i have nothing else nobody cares for me prince ercole surely no he despises me listen i told you once before what gilio said that there were no family jewels that they were all sold you remember don't you well there are family jewels i gathered that from something that the countess de rosavilla said there are family jewels but Prince Ercole keeps them in the Banco di Roma. They despise me, and I am not thought good enough to wear them. And to me they pretend that there are none left. And the worst of it is that all their friends, all their set know that the jewels are there, in the bank, and they all say that Prince Ercole is right. My money is good enough for them, but I am not good enough for their old jewels, the jewels of their grandmother that's a shame said cornelie it's the truth sobbed urania 
Oh, do make it up. Stay a little longer for my sake. Judge for yourself, Urania. We really can't. I suppose you're right, she admitted with a sigh. It's all my fault. No, no. Gilio is sometimes so impetuous. But his impetuousness, his anger, his jealousy are my fault. I'm sorry about it, Urania. Because of you. Forgive me. Come and look me up in Rome when you go back. Don't forget me. And write, won't you? Now I must go and pack my trunk. What time is the train? 10.25, said Duco. We shall go together. Can I say good-bye to Prince Ercoli? Send and ask if he can see me. What shall I tell him? The first thing that comes into your head, that a friend of mine in Rome is ill, that I am going to look after her, and that Vanderstall is taking me back because I am nervous travelling. I don't care what Prince Ercoli thinks. Cornelie, darling, I really haven't another moment. Kiss me and forgive me, and think of me sometimes. Goodbye. We've had a delightful time together, and I have grown very fond of you. She tore herself from Urania's embrace. Duco also said goodbye. They left the princess sobbing by herself. In the passage they met Gilio. Where are you going? he asked in his humble voice. We are going by the 1025. I am very, very sorry. But they went on and left him standing there, while Urania sat sobbing in the drawing room. End of chapter 40